Hello, how you doing? All right, thanks, mate. How are you? Good. It's the last episode of the series slash ever of Football by Numbers. It is. How are you feeling about it? About uh, really relieved. Really relieved. <laughs> how are you feeling? Relieved, but also probably um, knowing that I'm going to miss it yeah. um, quite soon. You know, like um, when you've had football all summer because it's like there's a summer tournament yeah. that's been on. Yeah, and you just there's that feeling of ah, oh, I'm loving all this football, <laughs> and I know yeah. I'm going to miss it. Yeah, of course. Um, when yeah. it stops, when Saudi Arabia stop playing Romania, or, <laughs> like, in a game you don't care about. Yeah, when it starts you... to get rationed out into just like one game a day, and then like maybe one game every three days, and you're like, oh dear. But then also like, but you, you know... still know you're going to miss it though. Like you know, it's just like that knowing that that football was available during the day or in the evening, should yeah. you wish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, so that's how I feel about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're always there. I'm Saudi Arabia against <laughs> Romania. Yeah. But I am going to miss it and I'm going to, and I'm glad we've done it. I'm yeah. glad we've done it and we said we were going to do it and we've actually done it and we've executed it. Let's use the royal way there. I've done the lion's share of the work. <laughs> you have. You really have. <laughs> no, no, carry on, please. You really have. Um, and I'm very, very grateful. I think as are all the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you, Brian, on behalf of me and all the listeners. No, thank you, Tim. Yeah, thank we've you, prepared Tim. something actually for. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's an prepared. audio present for me. Um, maybe maybe I tell you what. Maybe we could uh, just hear from a present from uh, one of our guests now, and maybe you can you know maybe I can record myself <laughs> a uh, and and you a, a, a farewell thank you message. So here it is. Hello, this is friend of the show Neville Southall, and I just want to say thank you very much to Tom and Britain. It's been fucking emotional. And this is Jürgen Glitzyklinsman wishing you a wunderschönen Geburtstag. No, 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 Jürgen, it's not their birthday. I'm not one for goodbyes, so I'll just say, Yakida. Tschüss! Beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. That felt lovely. Very heartfelt. Yes, yes. I tell you what, Tim, um, cheers. I have cracked open um, the champers that Bonnie and I got for our engagement, and uh, and we're drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> We've kept it for a while, so I thought, um, you know. You old romantic. Yeah, not really. Bonnie, if you are listening, it's still in the fridge. Check. <laughs> this is, um, I think it's just six pounds from the shop. Uh, it, you can taste every penny. It's, lo- <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the, the, the coppery rust. Yeah. And that's one thing. Uh, one other thing I will miss. Um, it's the excuse to get pissed on a Tuesday because that's <laughs> ma- mainly when we've been recording these. And you know, you have a few little drinks to sort of, um, <clears throat> you know, grease the wheels a bit, and then uh, and then a few like pints down the pub afterwards. Add that together, you've had, you've got yourself about twenty units. <laughs> <laughs> and a very incoherent football by numbers. Yeah, exactly. Like... It always trails off at the end, <laughs> it doesn't does. it? It starts with such gusto, and then we kind of yeah, okay. Um, and also we. Uh, I say we, Royal We, mm-hmm. um, are preparing for the exhibition, which is happening tomorrow night. But because we've recorded this in advance, yeah. you would have already come and been to the event, listeners, most yes. of you. Oh, I, I imagine all of them. All eight million of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, people say you shouldn't meet your heroes. Well, you know, these guys have. <laughs> no, yeah, they're yeah. thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about what I did last night <laughs> or, or, you know. A few weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, apologies in advance. Yeah, exactly. Apologies in advance or, um, you know, in the future, in the past. Uh, just sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, which number are we talking about this week? It's the last number. It's the last episode of the uh, of the series. Yeah. Which number are we going to do? We're doing number eight, which yeah. is your number. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to be at the end of the podcast 
uh, going through the, the all-time wrong 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a look at that lineup and yeah. seeing... So do you think we should go through them... Um, I think we should go th- not by episode, but by position. No, so, yeah. So just kind so, of look so at, we can look, look at it and go. Who's in goal? Who's playing right back? Exactly. You know? like, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at look at that that formation and then kind of work out um, who would pass to who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be quite nice actually. And then show it to them and say, "Look what you fucking did. This is what happens if things go your way, idiots." There's rules in the world, and without rules, there's chaos. Mm. So um, it certainly is. Yeah. So number eight. <clears throat> Uh, let's start with that, Tim. Yeah. What do you think of when you when when you when you think of a number eight? You know what kind of what position do they play? Et yeah, so, so you know, so I guess like on this podcast, we've always like tried to think about so positionally, tactically, technically, who are they? But then yeah. also like who they are mentally and kind of psychologically as well. Yeah, and for me, number eights are like the box of box midfielders, but with a touch of flair, a touch of vision. Oh, right, okay. Um, they're likable, dependable. Mm. Would be someone Sounds who very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> they normally kind of ever presence in the team because it's like so they're such an anchor in in the team. Right, you know, yeah. Not a solid number eight, but like decent lad as well. Yeah, or um, woman, you know, it's, yeah. it's uh, modern day modern day football. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, and we don't have daughters, but when we <laughs> do, hopefully, have daughters. Yes. Um, and they bring back a boyfriend for yeah. the first time back to the house, and you're getting chatting to him, and then you kind of suddenly you're scoping him out, yeah. and then you suddenly realise, shit, this guy's a professional footballer. So the first thing you think, right. oh, is, she's dating a professional. She's footballer. dating a professional footballer. So Only the first the best thing you think for my is, girl. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, when do I retire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there's a the, then there's a second kind of reaction to oh shit, she's probably gonna get dumped. Yeah. You know, and I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to pick up the pieces. I'm the dad. Yeah. And then the, my third reaction would then be, wonder what position he plays. <laughs> I hope he plays a number eight. <laughs> really, <laughs> so, really. Yeah, that was like. So I think so. In summation, for me, uh, number eight are like the like the kind of. Slightly squeaky clean head boy, captain really, types, really yeah. okay. Why, but really, so, but like decent fellas, not kind of like nerdy, oh, not a brown boring, nose, not a brown nose, <clears> no, like, no, no, not a Dan Walker, no, no, no. Well, to me, right, and I, I've, I've been wrestling with this, um, for the last couple of days, well, last couple of hours, <laughs> um, <clears throat> my whole life, um, I've had, I've had a weird sort of, um, I've had. There's, I've lived in a world of two eights, basically. Um, so, I mean, because really I think of a number eight as a hard bastard tackler. That's what I think of a number eight. Yeah, like a Gattuso. And, yeah, like a Gattuso. Right, yeah, like a Gattuso. But then... Um, Gattuso. But then um, I, I, the more and more I've thought of it and, and researching just our classic eights, I've started to realise that they are probably just the through ball threader, the sort of the flair mm. centre midfielder. It's, mm. There's the two centre midfielders, there's the four and the eight. The four's the water carrier, the hard guy, the, yeah. you know, the tackler yeah. that does the dirty the work. Marshall. The number eight is the one who's like, right, you've done, you do that so I can do my thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I've just, I've realised that I've, I've been wearing number eight and I'm definitely not a, a hard <laughs> tackler. I'm, I definitely do, do, don't do much work, but I just thought I was the exception to the rule. Um, but obviously I was totally wrong and I've been living my whole life like this, wearing eight on the back. Yeah, I'm a fraud. I didn't know what eight was until like until we've talked th- about the it. The thing is that, that, I mean, eights aren't number tens. So they're, no. so they're not all out kind of like flamboyant. Uh, you know, for me, they are kind of, they're, they're slightly more jack of all trades than like somebody who just threads the eye, th- you know, threads the through ball. So they definitely can do that. Yeah. And they do do that on a regular basis. Yeah. But they also sometimes play long balls they sometimes tackle yeah. and they sometimes may have the odd shot yeah. on goal. 
Yeah. So I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you know what I mean? I think they're like the, they were an all rounder by the sound. I mean, definitely what would they Democrat. be on Championship Manager? <laughs> yeah, Liberal Democrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would they be on Champ? Um, midfielder, centre. Oh, C- like just CM, just CM. CM. Or mate, well, some of them might be um, AMC. Yeah. Midfielder, central. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They wouldn't be defensive midfielder. So we'll come on to some of those. Um, midfielders who were more defensively minded to one number eight. Right, we'll, we'll yeah. come on to those um, shortly. Well, let's get on to those in a second. But before we do, let's have a little break. And then uh, when we come back, discuss eights further. See you in a sec. <laughs> you like to vape? Yes, I also like to vape. So come into Brian Roy's Vape Lounge. We have some super like a vape strains. Raspberry, blueberry, tulip. I sound like an Italian-American now. What the fuck? Super relaxed vaping vibe. Me and my baby was just getting right. All systems on overload. It's on the Kinkus Strat, just past the Albertine. Radio blasting in the front seat. Turning up the music vibe. It's like a convenience store, like a Tesco or a Jay Sainsbury. Come in, take off your sneakers. should have like a section of bloopers at some point because <laughs> <laughs> people listen. love hearing them i tell you what if we were all we'd hear is me going um <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i say that i i have i edit this and i say that uh, there was one episode i think it was when we were talking about tens i said that about 50 times in one episode 50 but i'm not lying and i had to keep yeah but that's because i was like saying very valid points <laughs> yeah maybe i just i'm just your yes to, man yeah. or i'm your ha 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 yeah exactly man yeah um anyway um what are we talking about we're talking about eights so um yeah so yeah so i so i would say likeable dependable would be somebody that i'd be happy for my future daughters to kind of um share uh, Oh, <laughs> marry. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so the types of players that, that those kind of uh, traits would, would suggest would be the likes of Stevie G. Yeah, okay. Lamps. Yeah. Um, My mum's favourite player, by the way. Oh, really? And she, yeah, she absolutely loves Frank Lampard. Why does she love Frank Lampard? I don't know. She, she My mum's quite good at spotting, um, uh, like... A likable footballer very yeah. early on. She's liked him since the early days. Does she like the fact that he's well educated and has got an yes. GCSE? She likes that he speaks very well on like the radio and that yeah. he but she he phoned in the LBC radio and um, and ranted at that guy who was slagging him off about his divorce or something like I that. If you've not heard it, it's very good. Oh, he comes across very very well. He really like you know tears him a new one, yeah. but in, in a very articulate way. Yeah. yeah um, um, my other mum's. Can you guess my other mum's favourite footballer? 
Georgie Best? Uh, no, nowhere near, nowhere near. He's unreliable. <laughs> My dad was from Belfast, liked to drink. <laughs> she wanted to get away from that. Right, okay. Um, uh, John Beresford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she said he always liked the way he tucked his shirt in and um, he wore his, like... Um, the the seam of his of his shorts was dead center in right, of, okay. it, like on, on the height of his body. He would roll his um, shorts uh, over as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His elastic Just... over because he'd like to take on the uh, psycho in the thigh stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lovely head of hair as well. Beautiful, very bouffant. He had yeah. a kind Stop of. Stop going um... on about people with loads of hair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, she likes Lampard, Beresford. Anyway, tell me about some more number eight. Uh, Teddy Cruz. Who? Tony Cruz. Who's that? <laughs> uh, Cruz in the German midfielder. Plays Real Madrid. Oh. Cruz. Oh, Cruz. I was, thinking, I was thinking of like, you know, Tom, yeah, Cruz, Tom Cruz. Like that. Tom. Oh, Kroos. Kroos. Tony Kroos. Tony yeah, Kroos. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a standard fine. eight, I'd yeah, say. I mean, like, and a great guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. Can tell he's a great guy. Very round face. A bit like very, Lampard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very yeah. like dish, yeah, dish type faces. Mooney. Mooney. Uh, Philip Koku. Antonio Conte. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, you're going all over the place here a bit. Like, Conte's on the right, isn't he? Is he a right midfielder or is he a centre midfielder? Centre mid, mate. Centre mid, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, okay, so so this is where it, where it starts to stretch into um, more attacking midfielder, number 10, mercurial territory. Mm. Remember Janino? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Janino. Yeah, yeah, Janino, but Janino, who used to play for Leon. Oh, the free kick guy. Like, it would Loved just, him on Pro Evo. Amazing. Just kind of like 20-20-20 on, um, uh, on Chapman yeah. free kicks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah, and he was br- yeah he was brilliant on the preview as well, wasn't he? I, do you know what? There was something about him that he he didn't he scored a lot of free kicks. They were good, but they he he was um he was consistent, but they were not aesthetically pleasing. A lot of them would go. Um, That's the most mental wrong thing you've ever said. Really, like, I just remember a few, well maybe I remember a few where he hit them from far out and they just went in sort of they went high and then went bottom corner. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I know, I know those free kicks you're talking about. Yeah, where they're from Bex, a long way out. And Bex used to take a few of those as well. Where he'd right. aim for like the bottom left hand corner, like that one against Ecuador. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, come on, mate. Fair enough, you scored for, from a free kick. All well and good. Yeah. But, Aesthetically, it's not pleasing to my eye. <laughs> no, no, no. I want it in the top Gini- corner or Gini- posting. Janino used to used to do the free kicks, which would go from you know diagonally across, yeah, into the top left hand corner from a top from a yeah, yeah, yeah. or like far bent, post or bent round the um the the, the, the near post, etc. Janino was all over that shit, mate. Oh, all right, okay. Um, who else have I got? Well, hang um, on, let me stop you there. Go because, on, okay, um, go on. So for me, I think it gets broken down. A number eight. Um, You've done some segmentation analysis. <clears throat> that's what I do. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So, um, so I've got I, there's the hard bastard centre midfielders. So you've got and sort of just classic centre midfielders. So you've got Paul Lintz, you've got Gennaro Catuso, you've got Gerard and Lampard, who we talked about. Then you've got attacking midfielder number eights who sometimes go on the flanks, and that's where you go into Beardsley. Waddle sort of uh, territory, okay. and then forwards. There were some forwards who wore eight, which isn't a classic eight number, but I was okay with them doing it. And they're not going to come up later on because certain forwards wore eight because I think this is, and I think this is where my hard bastard sort of thing uh, affiliation came with eights. Stoichkov oh, wore eight, <laughs> good at free kicks as well, like your man, like your man Janino. But would leather it, like really like put his laces through it. And like imagine being on the end of that, like, you know, you know, one of them ones where it's like four yards out and he smacks you full on in the face. I mean, yeah. I think that would actually give me brain damage. He could hit the ball so hard. And then you've got um 
Um, do you remember Pedrag Miatovic as well? He played at, um, he played at Real yeah, yeah, when he yeah. was a, a cruel-looking man. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like both of them looked quite evil. Yeah. And then, um, and then obviously, Fraggedy kind of like always looked quite tired, Vince Vaughn esque kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we just kind of had that evil look in his eye and was like, I think it might be just because he's Serbian, you know. But then, and then you've got um, Ian Wright, obviously, but liked to put the boot in, didn't he? But Wright he wore eight because it was just like, all right, I kind of accepted it. Do you know what I mean? Because he was just, he had panache, he had style. Whatever Ian Wright did, I was kind of like, yeah, go on then, mate. Yeah. Ian like, Wright like had, uh, can you remember when he scored his, uh, to, uh, the 179th goal to become the Arsenal all-time yeah, goal scorer. That was good. He had a he had a vest, uh, Nike T-shirt underneath, uh, which said "Just done it." Yeah, was that was like, good. That's righty, right there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so but, but but yeah, but I think the classic like eight position is like is centre mid really. So I th- and I think you know what this podcast is all about is like taking a position on the positions. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and actually we've got to we've got to make a decision on like what that number eight kind of classic. Well, should uh, we just say just stuck in the middle centre midfield? But, but likes to get carrier. forward, but not the water par- yeah. carrier. Like, sort okay. of arrives late in the box yeah, and okay. can hit it, you know, can score between 10 and 15 goals a season. Scolzi. Scolzi. So yeah, Scolzi there's nev- an eight. So Scolzi ne- always was number 18. Yeah. Um, because Nicky Butt had the temerity. Well, there you go. There's Butt the hard man. But the hard, yeah, but exactly. So why is Scolzi wearing... 18. Because well, that's hard. He's like, well, you're not having that off me, mate. I'll punch you in the face. Oh, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon Scolzi will, will play dirty in a fight. You know how he's, he was a really poor tackler? Yeah, true. I don't think he was that poor. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, ref, like, sorry, mate. I, you know me, I'm bad at tackling. Yeah, I'm bad at being a nice person as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so to sum up, they're head boys. All right, it's www.footballbynumbers.com. Okay. Um, um, have you? I, I feel like I feel well researched this week. Yeah, um, I feel like I've got like a good uh, arsenal. Yeah, of, really. Okay. Uh, of 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 wrongans. Okay, good. Well, I mean, I didn't, and then I've had I've had a little bit of uh, time to do some research, and I've I think I've got enough. So if you've got lots, then I think we're all set. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with quality quite a over quantity. Going, what's that? Quality over quantity. So okay. just just priming the listener for. Um, for only just a couple of... I've done know, the opposite. Names. I've got lots and very little on them. Okay. <laughs> um, so before we get into um, deciding who our wrong ones are and pitching them to each other, um, we didn't actually talk about players that we played with, number eight. Yeah. Um, and I think this goes back to uh, the hard bastard thing as well. So when in my first ever team, um, North Art Celtic in Letchworth, Electric Garden City. Um, the, the the first number eight was um, that I played with was uh, Stephen Gordeen and um, turned up for training. Gordy. Uh, and then realised after a couple of like about 20 minutes, realised, oh shit, I remember him. He was down the shops a few weeks ago and he put chewing gum in my mate's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I said something Classic to him. Gordy. Yeah. And I said something that was uh, like a bit confrontational. And uh, but What like, did he say? Uh, he said, what are you looking at? And I said, a silly sod, <laughs> which I thought was really quick. Whoa, that, uh, silly sod. And then I, t- my, I sort of mentioned that to my mum when, when my friend came back with chewing gum in his hair because he managed 
Gordine managed to get chewing gum in his hair because of that. And um, and she was like, uh, but then I changed it to sauce, as in short for sausage. <laughs> so I thought my mum would tell me off because I thought um, sod was a swear word. Anyway, um, Gordine was, um, he was cheeky chappy. Um, liked to sort of leave it in a bit. It was a bit of a, um, bit of a tear away as well. Liked to get in trouble at school. Had a big earring. You know when like someone's like 11 and they've got an earring, a yeah. big chunky earring, it's like... Those parents, you know, <laughs> he's going to have a tattoo on his face by the time he's 15. <laughs> my uh, my mate, uh, James Wilson, who I did the um, best man speech for a couple of uh, months ago. Yeah. He had a, a sleeper in his uh, in his um, hearing, which a sleeper is like the like a full loop. Oh, oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, wow. And, uh, and before I got to him, that uh, so a friend of a friend um, introduces and I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What a rogue. It's like when, when Alan Partridge trying to talk to that builder from next yeah. to his yeah. Yeah. when he's staying in the caravan and he's trying to have a chat with him. Like, yeah. oh, let's get on this guy's level. So, uh, you know. Just doing a cockney walk. Yeah. <laughs> you see the game? Which one? Don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that, that's where, like, you know, my um, sort of my misunderstanding of number eights came from, you know, my first, you know, interaction with them just, you know, in on, at an amateur yeah. level was, you know, the hard bars to number eights. A, a bit like, you know, when, uh, when I was told you, like in the first episode, my, uh, my school team captain, Hugh Jewsbury was playing centre midfield wearing number five, you know what yeah. I mean? It was just rogue, you know, number systems were all over the shop yeah. where I was growing up. Um, and then uh, just one other thing I just want to mention before we get into like naming some wrong ones, I just got to mention Chris Waddle, you know, he is yeah, my hero. For sure. Um, you know, he wore number eight. He wore it on the wing, didn't he? Wore it on, on, he, he was a left footed player, play on the right, you know what I mean? Cut inside. I mean, what, what do you think of Chris Waddle? Like when you think of him, <laughs> you know, uh, this... I could go on. <laughs> it was better to have like two people talk about this. I, what do I think of Chris Waddle? What, what mainly comes to mind when I think of Chris Waddle in his playing days was what a marvelous haircut he had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also another thing that comes to mind is that he always seems to be wearing oversized shirts. <laughs> yeah, we've, I think we've talked this about before. this before. It's just yeah. like he kind of had like really long like blouse. Um, yeah. Well, mate, is it long shirts or short shorts? I think a combination of the two. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the, yeah, boys are out of the barracks on a regular basis <laughs> with, with those uh, yeah, very short shorts. Yeah. Uh, and what but, do you think of him as a player? I mean, like, because I think because well, yeah, when I grew up, like, obviously he had the um, there was the the nineteen ninety World Cup penalty miss, but I was slightly too young to to sort yeah, of recognise that. Me so. too. Me too. So I so I had really my only main interactions with um, Chrissy Waddle were when he was at Sheffield Wednesday. So yeah, in the, in the latter in his in his latter days. Well, me too. Yeah, um, that's when I was kind of introduced. And and I used to just think, oh, he just looks like quite a good old man. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, but of course, you know, his previous kind of illustrious career would would suggest otherwise. So you just saw him as an old man. Yeah. Not but, even but, you didn't see the just, step overs. But, 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 but would I mean, but would do the odd lollipop. Describe my face to the to, to the listeners. <laughs> oh, he's fuming. <laughs> he's absolutely fuming. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, and he used to take great corners, great corners <laughs> and whip it in. What about free kicks? He'd score them better than your mate Janinho. Oh, you're wrong. I tell you what, okay, well, you listen, I mean, I just don't think Chris Waddle gets much like airtime as, you know, when we're talking about him as a player. He's a very good pundit. Very, very good he's pundit. New, very good new, at an England rant. relatively new on the pundit scene in the UK and he's actually very good. Yeah, he's very he's good. He's pulling any punches and is relatively insightful. Yeah, he always he always um, says it how it is. I mean, the one like, I'll just list a couple of things quickly because I know we've um, we've got you know quite a lot to cover. We've got a job to do, Brian. Yeah. 
Chris Waddle was um, <laughs> one of the one of the few successes of uh, English players playing abroad. <clears throat> Won the league, I think, every year he played at Marseille. Did he? Yeah, played at Marseille. Got to um, two European Cup finals. Oh, did he? Maybe one. He definitely lost one though. Didn't 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 win a European Cup. Um, uh, was if you look up that one of my one of the first videos that I got on VHS was Chris Waddle the French way. Which um, is which is on YouTube now, and I'll post a link up for everyone to and everyone. You have to watch it, <laughs> otherwise I'll cry. Watch his, watch his click through rates go through the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, honestly, mate, it's absolutely listeners. fantastic. There's a one goal where he go where it comes through. He kicks it over the goalkeeper's head, and then as it's coming down, he back heels it in. On I have seen that goal. Absolutely he beautiful. Kind of, yeah, it's on the, yeah, yeah, I have seen that with goal. the mullet. Yeah, it's, um, it's gorgeous. And also, um, if everyone, if anyone thought that Steve McLaren doing that weird accent or Joey Barton was doing, you know, doing that accent was In like, France. Waddle did it first. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the video, Chris Waddle, the French way, it sounds, he sounds like a, a mix between a French person and a, and a Welsh person. <laughs> it sounds, it's all over the shop. Um, and obviously does that thing of like, uh, Speaking like this, and uh, at the end of every sentence, like that, and it's just like, oh, Chris, don't do that. Anyway, 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 uh, just wanted Chris to get Waddle. that out of the way. Chrissy Waddle, uh, I love you. Chris, have you been waiting it, like for the, the entire series to just get that off your chest? I have, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's have one little break quickly, um, just so I can sort of, um, you know, go and fill my glass of wine again to get ready to listen to your uh, wrong number eights, and then uh, we're back in a sec. sounds of diamond lights there just thought i'd play a little bit of glenn and chris <laughs> after my uh my chris waddle rant anyway we are here the last time we're doing this the nitty-gritty the meat of the podcast that was just the jelly in the pork pie that we were just had now this is the meat this is chewed up pig bollocks and eyeballs and they're made of who let's I'll get started I'll tell, number eight. I'll tell you who they're made of bry yeah Glenn Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I couldn't have set it up any better. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Glenn Johnson wore number eight at uh, Stoke City. Continues to wear. He's wearing it now, yeah, isn't he? He's, yeah. He's worn it since 2015. You're right back, Glenn. <laughs> Fucking give that number back. You <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think it's because he used to, he got bought by Chelsea at that time when they had like all that money and he was like. I'm fucking hell. Listen, it's all sorted for me now. I'm going to be like, well, yeah, you know, well, he's, one of the so best players in the world ever. And well, then like, he sort of slowly got found out. He got, well, his his career's gone through real peaks and troughs. We won't like geek out on it too much, but signed by Chelsea. Yeah. Where's number two? 
wins the league. Sure, bish bash bosh, doing really well. Yeah. Then gets then loses his place in the team, and then I think he, then he goes to. Also, did Ferreira take it? Paulo Ferreira. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it looks like um, that guy used to present holidays with Joe Dando. <laughs> yeah. Just an FYI. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I wanted to put him in the number twos thing, but I realised he never wore number two, which right. was annoying. But he is a classic number yeah, two, Ferreira. Yeah, he He's so plain. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Uh, so, and then we they went to Portsmouth, won the FA Cup. Um, oh, yeah, the glory years. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Annoying wore, num- wore number five. Uh, yeah. Of course he did. Glenn. Yeah, I've seen. Then went this. to Liverpool. Then kind of had a you know his a few years at Liverpool. Yeah, and the, you know Liverpool go in peaks and troughs, don't they? So they're they're Depending either like on their way to being great again, or in slap bang in reality, like harsh cold reality of being utterly shit and and thinking this is what and it's been sick. like for like the last 25 years actually is this what it feels like to be aston villa like <laughs> permanently sick like in the mid noughties yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah and and so then he got a free transfer and moved to stoke that right. bizarrely picked up the number eight shirt Probably did he wear it as soon as he got there then yeah okay yeah yeah I think, you know, because he, he had like those marauding kind of like runs in from like right back and would often like score a. He's, he a got left quite foot, good at hitting, left hitting it with his left, it. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that constitutes, you know, kind of picking up the number eight shirt. No, you're not Chris Waddle, mate, and you never fucking will. Stop, be. About Stop Chris saying Waddle. that. Stop <laughs> saying you look like Chris Waddle, you play like Chris Waddle. You'll never be him, all right? <laughs> Neither will I. Even when I try and be him in the back garden, it doesn't. I still don't believe Bonnie, it. Bonnie, pass me the ball again. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I'm going to step over so you go this way. I'm going to step over that way so you go that way. It's your fault I headbutted you. <laughs> Bonnie, stop defending wrong. Look what you did. <laughs> Look what you made me do. Anyway, Glenn. Uh, so, Glenn. Uh, so, Glenn, uh, some other stats about Glenn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> First Roman Abramovich purchase. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, start um, with intent, Roman. For, for sure. I mean, I suppose that did lead the way for like people like Adrian Mutu and uh, and you yeah, know, these Herman guys Crespo. are taking the piss. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A sixty bag whilst you're Winston at Bogart. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Adrian, are you playing this week? Oh, I'm feeling down on the dumps again. I've had one of those big weekends. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Sunday game? If if it is, then I I might be feeling a bit anxious and have sore hair. <laughs> Um, so first room of Abramovich's purchase he had his FA Cup winner's medal stolen and it was never found really mm. was it by Pickles the dog the one who found the uh, the World Cup <clears throat> could well well Pickles the dog found the World Cup yeah 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 um, didn't, you accuse him of, of theft now as well well no I'm talking about Pickles because you know Pickles that was in 1960s it was in the 60s this yeah. is his, like uh, his grandson <laughs> right. the evil bastard one the one who's like you know he's, the fame's gone to his head and yeah. like this is Pickles Jr. doing Asian Muto's coke yeah he's, office, yeah he's like... high off his tit <laughs> He's, he's, you know, he's, he's sold all of his, um, you he's, know, all of it, all the, the whole team's like uh, winning medals and like, you know, now he's trying to get some more pedigree charm. So it was, so <laughs> he was actually, sorry, the, the medal was actually uh, stolen uh, from the changing room, from, from the... Yeah, like on the, yeah. on the day, on really? The day, yeah. um, Good. And it was never, it was never <laughs> found, but the FA did agree to um, uh, give him a new one. I I think I I I'm calling foul play here. I think that he stole. He just pocketed it and said he that it got stolen. 
So we could sell it for a sweet, sweet profit well, on, the, uh, you know on, on the eBay. That would not be uh, uncharacteristic of Glenn Johnson because what a, what a sweet segue. Oh, really? It's my third um, interesting uh, bullet point about Glenn Johnson. Yeah. In 2007, January, he was caught stealing bathroom fittings from B&Q. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. And do you, know what he was, do you know what he was doing? He was switching... Uh, more expensive toilet seats from one package into, into the other. Wow, that takes um, effort. Yeah, I know. That's not like just literally like you know putting pears in when you say apples on you know on the uh, on the sort of self checkout. He got he got found out straight away. He got given an on the spot police <laughs> fine of eighty pounds. Oh, and you wow. kind of go, have you got Glenn? Have you ever seen Supermarket Sweep? <laughs> go for small items which are high priced. Yes, of Don't course. Don't take toilet seats which are kind of what? How much is a toilet seat these days? Twelve ninety nine. Never bought a toilet seat. Twelve ninety nine. Shout Maybe. out to my, our friend Matt, who did the videos for the exhibition a few weeks ago, or tomorrow. Um, he has a, um, a dolphin toilet seat that he... Um, have you seen it? No. Is no it he's quite, quite proud of it. One flush gum. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's like it's just got a, t- uh, a dolphin motif all over it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And um, so he, I know that he's bought... He, but he's the only person I know who's bought a toilet I reckon, seat. I reckon if you... D- if, listeners, if anyone knows... How much the toilet seat is these days? I'm I'm going to go for around like twelve ninety nine. You reckon? Oh yeah. no, I reckon, I reckon thirty. I reckon oh, thirty. Really? Thirty five. Good. You got to sit on it like you know every day of your life. Is it? Well, I guess so. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, it's like a mattress. <laughs> like <laughs> like what, what? What do we call it? Giza. Giza. Giza mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so, so that he was stole my, that a toilet was, seat. He stole a toilet seat, and you know that was my kind of like final point on Glenn Johnson. Wow. You good. should watch. Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> yeah, 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 you should. All right, well, um, I'm going to go. Um, so my one is, uh, talking of toilet seats, uh, Emil Heskey, right? We are segueing all over the <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. So Emil Heskey, um, he's, a, yeah, he's a weak personality. He won and break for Liverpool for five seasons. Generally just a useless striker. I remember when he was at Leicester, I remember he was actually quite an exciting prospect. Yeah, he uh, scored a few hat-tricks, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and everyone was very, very excited. Yeah, um, and a, a bit like sort of a, a Benteke at, um, at um, what's it called, at Villa or something like that. You know, they're on the ascendancy. They're playing for a shit club, but will they, you know, yeah, when they make the step them. up? And he did, you know, score lots of goals for Liverpool. I'm not saying that he was a failure, but, um, you know, he's not a number eight. Like I said, if you're playing up front and you're number eight, you've got to, you've got to have some panache, you've got to have some character, you've got to have some personality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stoichkov, you know, doesn't look like someone who you could have a conversation with at a dinner party. <laughs> Far from it. But he definitely had personality in the way that he played. He could score free kicks. He could fucking hit it hard. You wouldn't mess with him. And, you know, just because he's not a nice person doesn't mean he doesn't have personality. Ian Wright has Bags of personality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, right, right, right. He was going to be a primetime TV presenter for the, many, many <laughs> Yeah, years. the right thing. The right thing. He used to wear like leather berets. I mean, how many people <laughs> could pull that off? <laughs> Emil Heskey could definitely not pull that off. And the whole, I think when he used to do that, do you remember the lame um, sort of um, DJ um, spinning sort of like celebration? It's like, mate, yeah, you don't have the character or the... Yeah, or the or any personality to be able to pull off a celebration like that, you literally should just run back to the halfway line. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. You're scratching you know I mean? that record. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I I hear you on um, on Emil. Yeah, he's not a number eight. So there is yeah, a, there's a brilliant any. brilliant um, YouTube video 
of uh, Emil Heskey being uh, on, um, uh, sorry, a FIFA um, video yeah. um, of somebody playing Emil Heskey and just continually missing the target from like close range, like absolute sitters. Oh, like playing as Emil Heskey. As yeah, Emil yeah. Heskey with the, with the soundtrack of um, R. Kelly, the world's greatest. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's really funny. That sounds well good. It, it shouldn't be funny, but it's very, very funny. Yeah, you yeah, know, because you can So get it just them... goes in, so like when, you know, when you're through on goal and then you hit um, X instead of circle yeah. or something <laughs> yeah, like that and you just yeah. cross it sideways. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Exactly. But he was just doing that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Emil Heskey. That's my one of my that's my first candidate because I think he um, you know he's not he's not a, a centre midfielder with a you know who can influence a game. No. He sort of well, if he does influence a game, it's by accident. Yeah, and you know <laughs> five one even Heskey scored. You yeah. know what I mean? There's, okay. there's the charm. Um, so I see your Emma Heskey. I raise your Marcel Desailly. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I think this is a strong contender. So Marcel Desai, you know, th- throughout most of his playing career, was a centre half. Yeah, he was a centre half. Yeah, he did, however, um, play defensive midfielder. Mm, yeah, at AC Milan. Yeah, and uh, do you know the two uh, centre halves who were keeping him out of, out of the team? Out, uh, of, out of his. F- let me guess, Baresi. Yep. And uh, was it Costa Curta? Very good. Yeah. Yeah. What what what? what yeah, exactly. And then if Costa Curta's off or Baresi's leaving, yeah, Maldini. Maldini will just slot in there. Or just play with ten. Maldini yeah. cover him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the first player to win Champions League in successive seasons with different clubs. That's cool. So you kind of go, this guy's got to be fucking decent. Yeah. Who uh, were they then? Uh, Marseille and AC Milan. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he won it with Marseille, which I think was the them. year after Waddle left. Oh, really? Yeah. Waddle, they lost it to Red Star. <laughs> I'm going to try and squeeze Chris Waddle into every <laughs> every uh, story that we talk about on this last episode. Um, no, he, um, he they lost on penalties to Red Star Belgrade. They, they killed the game. They basically just turned up, did a grease, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But I think Marseille won it and then they got, um, they had yeah, it revoked had it, because revoked, there was yeah. uh, there was foul was play. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so tell me more about so, Marseille. Marce- uh, yeah, so he so he wore number eight um, at AC Milan and then reverted to number six when he kind of went over to Chelsea. Yeah. So he kind of, that was his more natural. But he wore eight at, um, at uh, for France. And for France, yeah. Yeah, so good, yeah. France have always had <clears throat> a very weird sort of numbering system, with um, which yeah. I kind of liked. They've always kept the same numbers. Like, until, I think until a, a, a player starts to leave the squad on a full time basis, they they they'll just they'll always keep that same shirt. Oh, so that's like, nice, yeah. so like, um, you know, obviously we talked about Jorko F wearing six, but. Um, you know, like uh, Petit would always wear 17, you yeah. know what I mean? And Desai would always wear eight. Yeah. Um, Fabian Barthez, number 16. Yeah, yeah. Fabian yeah. Barthez, 16. Grivash, number 12. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, uh, Thierry Henry, number 12. <coughs> um, so uh, Marcel, um, you know, kind of became a war number six, sorry, when he went to Chelsea. Yeah. And he was at Chelsea for, I think, six or seven seasons. Then went to Qatar for a couple of uh, years to kind of cash in. Oh, yeah, did an uh, Asamojian. Yeah, Arabic, Arabic bucks. Um, and then the last last I saw of him, uh, he was interviewing for the uh, Malaysian national teams. Oh, job. really? Yeah. Oh, doing one of those. Ones. That sounds like doing a job for like Harry Redknapp or something. Yeah, doesn't yeah, exactly. It? You know, yeah. Like... Or Peter Reid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Peter Reid would just go and, like, yeah, I'm managing Thailand now. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah what else you manage Peter, you dirty old guest. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, oh, and he's also now living in Ghana. Yeah. Um, but I would just oh, like to give, I would like to give him a Stay big... in the centre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to give him a big shout out for being an excellent pundit during the ITV's 2010 World Cup coverage. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I thought he was... I mean, that's all I've got to say about it. He, he was just really, really good. Do you think he should be like in our team for like the all-time Okay, so the wrong. reason why he's a wrong-un yeah. is because <clears throat> he his, all his attributes were about kind of his physicality yeah. and his ability to kind of, um, you know, kind of uh, uh, take the ball off of the players, basically, yeah. opposing players, um, and then head it quite hard. <laughs> it's Jerry Jack, I'd want to beat you. Okay, well, yeah. my next one, uh, let's go with uh, with a big one. I'm going to go with uh, Steve McManaman. Maka. So Maka wore eight at, um, at Real Madrid when he went there. Now, when we talked about this over the over the many, many weeks and the many, many hours... Sometimes we go about, we talk about what position they should play and whether that the number they're wearing matches the position they're playing. I think we said number eight should be a centre midfielder. We have seen like certain right midfielders sometimes waddle. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Beardsley, you know, like oh, uh, twinkle toes Peter Beardsley. Chris <laughs> um, fucking Chris Waddle, this. Um, but, um, but McManaman... I th- this is one of them examples of him. He wear he wore another number, and so when he started to wear number eight, uh, when he started wearing another number at a different club, it looked weird. And I think that's what this whole thing has been about. It's <laughs> that looks weird. So you wearing eight looked weird. Yeah. And um, we've talked about the font before, and you know I think it was in episode one. Yeah. There was that that stencil font which looked awful. Sergeant Bilko. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so for me, McManaman is a seven. Do you know what I mean? Even when he was couldn't have seven at Liverpool, he was wearing seventeen. He mm-hmm. wanted seven. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So to wear eight was like he wanted to be Stuart, uh, Stuart Ripley. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. I'd love to know what Stuart Ripley's doing now. But yeah, so to McManaman, um, there's a few little facts I've got on McManaman on Macca. Um, so um, when he was at Liverpool in '97, they started to generate a bit of interest um, after Euro '96. Played really well in that. He'd had a, a quite a, you know quite a lot of seasons at Liverpool, playing in the Premiership. Yeah. Really exciting. Really good at dribbling. Like. Probably one of the first players, English players since Chris Waddle, to, to be able to just run at players, you know, and go around them. Um, and obviously there was gigs, um, but you know, but he was an England prospect who was like, you know, okay, this guy can run at people. He's exciting. You know, maybe he can make things happen. Um, and people's and big clubs started knocking on the door. So in '97, um, Barcelona like put in a yeah. bid, uh, twelve million pounds, twelve million pound bid. And um, did that. I never knew that. the uh, the deal started to fall apart though because um, one there was they couldn't really agree on uh, on terms of pay. Um, I don't know whether that's on his his side or or Barcelona's side, but they couldn't really work that out. And then they started to gather some interest in Rivaldo, and that started to sort of rot the boat. And apparently, uh, Bobby Robson, who'd who'd since left Barcelona, told Van Hal, who was the manager there, saying. Um, Apparently, uh, you know, you don't want this. Um, you want to go for Rivaldo. You want to get uh, McManaman's a, a cosmetic player and he won't get you 18 goals a season, which I don't know why he chose that specific. <laughs> it's very specific, Bobby. <laughs> but I mean, I think it was a great move. You know, I think Barcelona 
made the right move there. Remember when Rivaldo got um, the ball? He was waiting for the ball to be returned to the corner flag, and yes. the ball pelted at him, and he just uh, went down like a proper pl- yeah uh, platoon. Yeah, yeah, no. that was that was pretty despicable. I always thought it? Rivaldo was a bit overrated, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. I thought he kind of he used I to think wear shit boots. I, Can you remember those Bizzino yeah. boots he used to wear? He would wear like large shin pads, very long <laughs> shin pads, and then I think like his a boots, hockey player. Yeah, and then I think his boots were like very tight, tight, and and were long, so they were kind of clown boots as well. And I think <laughs> did he wear Mizuno or something? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, a shit haircut, kind of funny looking. Like he looked weird, didn't he? But and I think they bought him like towards the end of his career, sort of the the twilight. So it was kind of like, who's this guy? I mean, why are you buying that? But he did he did come up because I mean, remember that goal he scored where he against uh, Man United where he did the chest and overhead kick. Yeah. And then did another good. one another one exactly like that um outside the box though to uh, in the last minute of the last game of the season against Valencia to make them qualify for the Champions League, which I was yeah, like was that's pretty good. good. Yeah. It's pretty good. So I don't I don't think uh, Maka would have done that. But Maka <clears throat> after the the deal fell apart after um, Bobby Robson put the put the kibosh on it, um, Juve came in the same year. Couldn't get couldn't do an agreement there, uh, and then Hoddle left him out of the '98 squad, and uh, he was like, "Right, okay, I've had it with England." Made it known that he wanted to go and play abroad, and then yeah, um, I think his his uh, his contract was running out, and he was one of the first English players to sort of do the Bosman ruling. You know what I mean? Um, waited out his contract um, and the agreement was done six months before his, his contract ended so they knew that he was going to Real Madrid and that was it he went there like won two Champions Leagues in uh, in four years of being God, there I don't need to read his autobiography anymore, <laughs> no you don't I mean you can edit some of this out <laughs> or you can just interject I mean I, I think you're just afraid of me mentioning Chris Waddle aren't you <laughs> yeah, I'm just in case Oh God, he's going to bring up Chris anytime now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're wondering what Stuart Ripley's doing now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, after finishing his playing career, Ripley set up the Castleford Physiotherapy and Sports Injury Clinic, providing physiotherapy to nearby rugby league teams as well as local football teams. <laughs> Did you look that up while I was telling that boring story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see you typing. I was so involved in my notes. <laughs> I was like, he's still talking about him management, and I think he's got quite a lot still to do. I'm going to see what Stuart Ripley's up I to. I genuinely did leave out a bit of Chris Waddle like uh, <laughs> trivia in there as well. Anyway, uh, there was he was just part of that whole knock-on effect with uh, Real with, oh, with the numbers. He became a uh, <laughs> he became a qualified solicitor in 2010. Really, yeah. he looks thick. Yeah. <laughs> he does not look. He's a, he's I wouldn't, a I wouldn't trust F- it if I was uh, going through out. a messy divorce. I wouldn't take. Uh, so this, I wouldn't steward. He's a member of the FA's judicial panel. Hearing cases relating well, to no matters wonder it's all over such the as fucking doping, shop. safeguarding, agent activity, and discrimination. Fucking hell, Stuart Ripley. The man you need to keep on side. Because <laughs> he was always going offside during his wow, play Wow, that is good. Well, I tell you what, um, let's have a little break. Um, I'm going to continue talking to uh, to myself in the mirror about Stephen Manaman. <laughs> yeah. I've got loads more I'm really, facts. I'm really sorry because I can't edit. <laughs> Listener. So. And uh, when we come back, we'll have a few more and then uh, we'll do playing for time and then we'll end this bastard podcast <laughs> forever. See you in a sec. <laughs> Groins. Ah! Metis arsels. Ooh! Cruciate ligament ruptures. Christ! If you've been injured or looking for compensation, look no further than Ripley Wilcox. 
No win, no fee. No three points for you, no three points for me. Never touched him, your honour. I know where to tread the white line when it comes to the law. Speaking of which, if you've had some trouble with the powder, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, dishing it out a bit here and there, it were a shoulder barge line, oh, you bastard. Speak to me counterpart, Jason Wilcox. He can dance you out of a spot of bother. Bring a three-match band down to a tap on wrist, if you know what I mean. Objection, referee. Call us now on 0845 711 442. That number again is 0845 711 442. Or come in for consultation today, just off M65, Junction 7 Services. We're behind the Burger King. Right, we are back. Hello. Um, okay, so I've got I've got a couple more. We're going to rattle through them, I think, yeah. at this stage. So um, players who wore number eight, who shouldn't have been wearing number eight, um, I've got a, a slightly left field one, Andy Myers. <laughs> right, okay. Chelsea left back, 93-94. Oh, right, um, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. But interestingly, so he, he changed his squad numbers. Right, um, okay. So from 93-94 and 98-99, he went from 3-15 to 15 and then from 8-18. to 18. Whoa. Yeah, I know, big time. Well, hang on. Big time well, hang, on well, hang on, let me take back that whoa. Because I think <laughs> that just sounds not... like four different numbers. So, 93, so, so he went from wearing number three, so yeah. having number three appointed to him in that, oh, yeah. right, he's left back, yeah. to basically, oh, he's been demoted. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then, like, a couple of years later, I think he went, I don't know where he went, just went away. <laughs> <laughs> he went down a research vortex <laughs> that we couldn't be asked to anyone, go down. If anyone knows where. Andy Myers went between Just keep it to yourself the last episode so you know don't worry no one's fucking emailed in anyway so it doesn't matter carry on uh, he went from 8 to 18 right okay so it's like so he, what's going so on again, there Andy so he's, he's managed to get, grab hold of the number 8 shirt for a season yeah and just then for again, the one was it and then, then, then they still they've gone no 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 fuck off mate Andy. nah they're teasing him, aren't they? Well, like, interesting fact about kit Andy. bag tease. It is a kit bag tease, but now he's dishing out the the um, the the uh, shirts because he's the assistant manager at. Um, so he was under 23s coach at Chelsea, yeah. And now they've loaned him. You know, they have like this all these loans all over Europe. Yeah. They're now loaning coaches. Andy Myers has been loaned to Vitesse Arnhem <laughs> really? as a coach for the season. And then they want him back at the and end. they want him back at the end. And then they'll fuck him off again. Yeah. <laughs> like with the kit bag. Yeah, exactly. So he, he's, uh, he's gone for like a gap year to Vitesse Arnhem. Nice, nice. They, um, they've got like a link, haven't they? Yeah, Chelsea, yeah, Vitesse. Yeah, special arrangement. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, any, any others? Um, okay, so, so my, my final suggestions um, are... Okay, here's one that's just gonna knock your socks off. Mm. Um, yeah, please. It's a bit, it's a bit left field. Actually, no, it's very right field. It's David Beckham. Uh, whoa, what? Yeah, big time. That is. Tell you what, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. This is not fake. Like this isn't fake here. news. This isn't fake news. <laughs> that is knocked me for six or eight. <laughs> First game for United versus Port Vale in 1994. Whoa. What shirt number was he wearing? Number eight. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That that is awful. That's so because you know we talked about um <laughs> you know we talked about Chris Waddle earlier. Um and uh um, Manaman wearing eight. If if like if you know Manaman wearing eight is a bit like Chris Waddle wearing seven, do you know what I mean? And it goes Yeah. It's it's you know, you're jockeying back and forth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That so, yeah. looks weird. So I mean let's I'll tell you what, what we'll do is I'll um I'll make sure that when when this episode is out, I'll get the um the, the right font and the and the shirt and everything and have 
Beckham and underneath it have number, number eight. eight. And, and we'll just we can just look at that. I mean, if you can look at that now, guys, go to our Instagram. Just look at it. Yeah. It's Maybe just... hit like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell your friends to follow. Yeah. Let's, sure, yeah, let's, I mean, let's get that up to like over 110 people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he he wore number eight for his first game for United against Port Vale yeah. in 1994. That's weird. Quick question. Yeah. Where the fuck are Port Vale now? <laughs> Doesn't um doesn't what's his face still managing them like Dario Grady or whatever? No, that's crew. Oh, that's crew, isn't it? But near the nearby. I'm sure like um was it was John Rudge. Like Robbie John Williams Rudge should have bought the, them or something. Was the manager? Well, Port Vale. Um, he was he was big fan. Robbie. Yeah, Williams. he should have bought them. He should have bought them. But it did get me thinking like um other clubs that used to be in and around the you know the the Vidi printer of like you know, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course they're like, nowhere to be seen these days yeah like Accrington Stanley Accrington Stanley but they but they've kind of had like a mini you know they've kind of been in and around um the lower leagues and they've they've had a renaissance and they've dropped out again but mm-hmm. got me thinking so so if anyone's seen these clubs <laughs> okay yeah yeah then let me know yeah okay so right. so like this is on the going to be on the side of like a milk cart yeah like, have you yeah. seen this club have you seen rushton and diamonds ah uh, i mean like, i see them kicking around the conference when I, when uh when stevenage was around there like but 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 they, they were they were they that's were, a great name for a club rushton really and is. diamonds it i really used to is. like i was like what like diamonds, and then like, and then the the Russian sounds a bit like gold rush. Are forever, forever. <laughs> well, well, they're not because they got dissolved in two thousand and eleven. <laughs> really? Are they gone? Yeah, they're gone. Kaput. Finished. Diamond lights. Um, Chris Waddle, Glenn. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, another team that uh, you don't really hear about much anymore. Um, Tramway Rovers. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tramway Rovers used to be in the first division. Yeah, I do remember them. That, they were like they? The, they were John like Aldridge, that's, that's what the like the real Merseyside team, wasn't it? And yeah, I think Nat would d- fervently disagree. <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, yeah, and I think everyone in in the Merseyside would yeah. say, but like, I think like, that's, that's what, the that, real that, meat. that used to be that's like that's fucking out of order. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they used to say, like you know the Tranmere fans. They were like, we're the real Merseyside team. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's basically the, it's posh. It's like the wheel is like the posh bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Nat was yeah. telling us it's like a, a depends on what color bin you have, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah. if they got purple bins, yeah. If it? you've got a purple bin, you're like. Proper scouse. If you don't, you're a plastic scouse. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then one one other for you. Um. Other also in the northwest, Stockport County. Stockport County used to be a real kind of like you know like regular fiction in the first division. Nowhere to be seen. Same as Kidderminster Harriers. Oh, and that's another great name, Kidderminster Harriers. That's like you know. Do you know what the best name great that name. I that I've ever ever come across? Yeah. Go on for a football team. So, um, eighteen ninety three. Yeah, uh, Middlesbrough FC has already uh, been formed. Yeah, but the area is still pretty well known for um, iron and steel production, and there's a rival team that's been formed. Yeah, um, Middlesbrough Ironopolis. <laughs> what genuine team? Middlesbrough Ironopolis. Oh wow! Okay, uh, for five years they're in existence, and uh, they cleaned up in the northwest divisions. But that I mean that for me is like probably one of the best team names I've ever come across. What should we call ourselves? What do we make here? Iron? <laughs> Ironopolis. Right, okay, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Middlesbrough Ironopolis. Okay, yeah, I think that's great. That's a brilliant name. Excellent. That's me feigning enthusiasm. I know. God, I <laughs> sorry, I mate. Gonna, I thought I was going to get a better reaction. Uh, yeah, really. sorry, mate. It didn't get me. <laughs> no, it didn't, didn't get me. Sorry. Okay, well, uh, let's have... Uh... Fuck you and fuck Chris Waddle. <laughs> Don't say that. Cal Walker, Kerry Wanker. Uh, and I've got one more for you. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, 
again. I thought you were finished. <laughs> no, I've got one more. Okay. I've got one more. It's my last last ever podcast. So okay. Um, Really believe you let go for it. Okay. Dennis Burkamp. Oh fuck, of course. Yeah. De- Dennis Burkamp, so usually wore number ten for Arsenal, but yeah. in World Cup ninety eight, wore number eight. Right, okay. That was a glaring error that was right in front of my face. Do you know what I think that was an example of um I think that's a brilliant contender. I think that's that could win it. I think that is a, a bit like in the last minute of that World Cup game. And that goal was so beautiful. Uh, against, the, Argentina. against Argentina. Quarter I mean, final. to me, it it meant so much because they'd fucked us over in the in the round previous. Um, you know, the Simeone sending off the disallowed goal, the just losing on penalties again, and just you know them being quite weaselly and us sort of going out. I think that was the last time that we went out as a as a proud nation. Do you know what I mean? Every, every time since then, we've always kind of gone out and sort of thought, Limped. well, we kind of had that come in. Do you know what I mean? But that one, I felt like we really deserved to like go through and we yeah. didn't and um so then when Burkham did that in the last minute to hurt them just as much as they hurt us and but in a much more aesthetically beautiful that way it was an amazing goal yeah have he, you have you watched it like yeah i've watched it recently where he kind of like the ball comes over his shoulder he 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 amazingly brings it down one touch control dabs it to the other side of the defender and then rockets yeah. it into the corner of with the, the outside with the outside of it just sort of str- with a lot uh, like a lethargic little flick at the end it's yeah. a bit like you know when you um i mean i don't so i'm shit at golf but they say like it's all about the follow-through i think i think he really didn't put much spin on it but he did a little there was a little no. flick of the foot at the end anyway just to sort of like just sort of suggest yeah. some curl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but like the thing that i noticed from watching it like yesterday when i was watching it was that um the the ball through was pure route one like <laughs> literally yeah. um, i think uh, uh what's Bollocks. his name deboer gets it um from the goalie and just was just trotting forwards and it's like and you know when he's just like oh i'll take another little touch and then oh i'll take another little touch and then and then he just thinks fuck it i'm just gonna wallop this <laughs> <laughs> and it actually turns out to be an absolutely inch perfect pass but, but no one else could have like you know taken it down the way he did but the thing the, the point that i'm making with that is and sorry i've just totally stolen your thunder by you mentioning burkamp to begin with was the goal was so beautiful that you it was it was a bit like Kaiser Soze. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's right in front of your face. He's wearing eight. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't notice because the, because of the beauty of the goal. And you're like, and it's and it was only until like when we started researching this podcast that I started to go, hang on, what the fuck's he doing wearing eight? Like Do you know so do you know who had number ten? It was Clarence, Clarence Sadoff, Sadoff, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Clarence Sadoff is like, mate, I mean you're you're a very good midfielder, but yeah. you are at best a number eight. Yeah, uh, and he he won number ten for uh, Real Madrid. Yeah, he, well. he he's got some. He's, he's got, got he's, he's got, got some cojones, hasn't he? He must be very friendly with the kit man. <laughs> yeah, because he's won ten at club and country level when he yeah. definitely shouldn't have been. I'm not saying he's not a great footballer, and he's and he's won. He's one of them other players who's won lots of European cups. You know, yeah. what I mean? he's he's got like yeah, um, he's an embarrassment of riches. But he's not a number ten. Do yeah. you know what I mean? He's he's your box. He should be wearing eight. Really, yeah. he's a box he's, standard he centre midfielder. He is a number eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so he he nabbed the number ten shirt from Dennis Burkamp, and, and the, whenever you watch that clip that you've just very um, uh, uh, well spoken through, it's it's just a it's really frustrating that he's not wearing number ten. Can you remember the goal that he scored against Newcastle with you know the little twirl and he went the other way? I think it was against yeah, the Nick, flick round. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go that way. Yeah. You go that way, and I'll see you in a second. But you won't because <laughs> yeah. I'd have scored. Um, well, that was voted. Um, I think like one of those like Premier League years. 
Sky yeah. things. It's yeah. like one of the best goals in the Premier League's history. Yeah. And he was wearing number 10. Yeah. And it's like, of course he's number 10. Of course. Look yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just done. Or like, or like when, um, when uh, what's his name, Letizia does one of that one where he flicks it over Barry Fenerson's yeah. head, knocks it over Philippe Albert and then just slots it in. I mean, I just threw them two players in there. I don't know if it was actually <laughs> yeah. them. It's probably like, you know, Steve Watson. And Robbie Elliott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like that with the number seven on the back looks, it fits. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. sevens are kind of like, like they're unpredictable and they do things like that. But the, the eight, like, yeah. I mean, if it, tell you what, if, if the ball had come over and instead of doing that like lovely touch and then back inside and just fucking walloped it <laughs> and it smacked the post and then, and then rebounded out and then hit the goalkeeper in the face and then went in. Yeah. Then I would have been like, that, yeah, okay, do that wearing number eight. That's perfect for yeah, number eight. That's like a Stevie G type mentality of just <laughs> yeah. hit it really hard. Yeah, Stoichkov. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Dennis is also an aviophobic. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like flying at all. Yeah. Apparently he got that um, phobia from on his way to World Cup 94. Right. Um, the en- oh. One of the engines cut out. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Uh, the journalist on board quipped, maybe it was a, a bomb. <laughs> um, and from that, he literally cannot go on a plane. Really? Yeah. Right. He says he can't sleep for two days before a flight. Wow. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> he's also named after Dennis Law. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... And that's all. That's all I've got. That's that. Those are the. Those are my contenders. Um, Honourable mentions for Ibrahimovic as well, who wore number eight at Inter between oh, 07 yeah. and 09. Yeah. Um, Again, that looks weird. It does look weird. Um, but I just think there are better contenders this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's just have a little break, and then when we come back, we'll do our playing for time. Football by numbers. A whole new podcast about football. Another one, but with numbers. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, right, so uh, for before the last we, time. for the last time ever, um, let's do uh, before we announce who's going to get that number eight shirt. Let's do our usual feature of playing for time, but we did it in a bit of an unusual way this week. Uh, let's go back in time three weeks to the exhibition where we recorded a live version of playing for time. Here it comes. Apologies for the sound. See you on the other side. Playing for time. You time wasting bastard. edition of uh, Blinder Date and before you all get started give yourselves a big massive football by numbers round of applause thank you very much 
So, before we go any further, let's announce our three contestants who will be uh, vying for the heart of our special guest, Theo Messi. We have Colin Hendry from Shanghai. We have Claude from uh, Paris Saint-Germain. And we have Pepe Guardiola from Manchester City. <laughs> and, uh, and also, let's just announce the main guest at the moment. It's Leo Messi from Barcelona. Everyone give a big round of applause. My name is Lionel. Messi and I'm from Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely accent you've got there. So, uh, so what's, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, Lionel. Uh, wh what are you doing? You play football? You're a footballer? Yeah, I've heard you've got a very big reputation. My name's Naina Messi and I'm fucking good at football. <laughs> <laughs> I really am fucking good. What's your, uh, what's your plan for this evening then? You're, uh, you're gonna, uh... Well, I want to get laid and score a few goals, so I do. <laughs> and are you, are you happy with your club at the moment? Absolutely not. No? They're not paying me enough. Okay, all right. So at the end of the season, you can think about going somewhere else, are you? Absolutely. I want to have a kick about and score a few goals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's well let's meet some of your contestants then. <laughs> Contestant number one. What's your name? Where are you from? Oh, uh, many. You might recognise me. My name's uh, Colin Henry. Thank you very much, Sir. <laughs> My name's Colin Henry, I'm, I'm, I'm currently rapping in uh, Shanghai, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, What's the name, what's the name uh, of the club there out there? Is it in it's China? Uh, it's, it's Shanghai, Shanghai. It was almost like I cannot remember it. Ah. <laughs> and so what are you doing out there? Are you, uh, you managing a football team or something, are you? Well, I'm, I'm doing a wee bit of management this day. After my successes at Clyde, I thought, you know what Shanghai needs? Is someone managing a second division football team <laughs> over there right now? Oh, well, you good know. luck to you. Good luck to you, Cully. No, no, no. Are you climatising well to the Chinese way of life? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, those women. Uh, I got myself a mail order bride the other day. Aye. Got her oh. sent over from Dunfermline. Aye. Keep it, keep it PG. <laughs> keep it PG. Oh, anyway. the things she could do with a ping pong ball. <laughs> And, uh, and, and right uh, over here, we've got Pepe Guardiola, everyone knows, isn't he a sexy man? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tell us a bit about yourself, uh, Pepe. Uh, you're uh, from Spain, are you? Yeah, I'm from Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, Fuck you right, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you liking it here? You like liking the weather? Yeah, it's not bad. It's all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate United, though. Oh, well, that's very good. I've heard the fans like that. They're all fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this is before the watershed, so if you could keep the language. Sorry down a about bit, that, yeah, folks with their kids. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I know this is uh, the Paris Saint Germain chief liaison officer, very successful man. And tell us a bit about yourself. What's your name again, and where are you from? It's uh, it's Claude, and uh, yeah, I'm from uh, England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, and uh, how long have you been out here in uh, in Paris? Not long. <laughs> And uh, are you uh, are you uh, are you very successful? I mean, you look very young to be like being a chief liaison officer. Like, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well, uh, Pop's got me the job. Uh, he's a pretty connected guy. I had to give a few hand jobs as well, but you know, it's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, lovely. Okay, let's go straight over to our lovely guest, Leo Messi. Uh, take it away, Leo. Thank you, it's Lionel, by the way. I prefer. Oh yes, sorry. Uh, question number one, and this is going to be going to number one. I'm fucking phenomenal football. <laughs> and I'm the best player on any team I play for. What are you phenomenal at? 
and how would that benefit me? And that's uh, question one to number one, please. Well, uh, what, 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 what my real passion is in life is uh, the band Delamitri. <laughs> you may, you may, you may not be familiar with their songs, but uh, I'll get you a copy of Hat Full of Rain, and I'll tell you I'll change your life forever. Hey, and what I do is I like before a match of that. I put, I put on a bit of Delamitri, hat full of rain, and, uh, you know, roll to me, roll to me. Oh, I, can, I play it to all lads, and they don't understand a fucking word, but they like it, and I'm thinking I could teach you guitar, and you can join in. Oh, he sounds sick. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking to. That sounds very, very, very sexy, that by the sound of his voice. Anyway, uh, the same question to number two, please. Uh, well, I'm probably best known for me attacking style of play. <laughs> um... And what I can guarantee you, if you play for my team, is that you'll be able to pick the ball up, stroke it around. So I can guarantee you, if you play team, Keep it PG. Keep it PG. And uh, finally, uh, question one to uh, contestant number three, please. So, uh, yeah, Lionel, yeah? yeah? Lionel, Lionel. Lionel, yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> rumour has it that from uh, time to time you like to hide your cash, yeah? Well, <laughs> over the last few years, I, uh, I've been able to uh, hide a few little packages here and there. Uh, if you choose me tonight, I'll show you where you can put your packet. Well, well, that sounds a bit gay. <laughs> I tell you what, that sounds like a tap into me, Silla. <laughs> I tell you what, I like him where this is going, I tell you. Okay, question number two. I've recently got into tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? And if so, where are they, and what do they mean? Hey, well, I've only got one tattoo, yeah. And it's a Paul Gascoigne on my fucking gooch. <laughs> what I like to do is I like a front wipe, but it's a shite onto his face. But showing us up in your 96. Scumbag! That's absolutely wonderful. And the same question to number two, please. Thank you, Lionel. Firstly, I'd like to say I love a man who has the confidence to make a lifelong commitment to a fashion that probably might not last. <laughs> it shows independence and a daring to be different, especially in front of goal. Yes, Leo, I've recently had ink done myself. As it's a family show, I can't reveal where it is. But you can rest assured, in the football tattoo spirit, it's full sleeve, goes the full length, and it always impresses when I get it out. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm getting hot in the box, so I am. <laughs> okay, and uh, same question, please, to number three. Yeah, I do have a tattoo, yeah. It's, uh, it's of the uh, Brazilian Ronaldo's face, got on my belly. It was uh, it's a result of some old uh, joshing from the bully club in Eton. Uh, I lost the bet. Uh, <laughs> Good thing is, uh, over the years of the excess foie and the uh, plunk, uh, the pace has kept face with uh, the real Ronaldo, so... <laughs> I can't believe that he's shown flesh. That's not a real prime time, that. Okay, last question. Question number three. And this is going to go to contestant number three first, actually. Whichever team I move to, I'm going to get paid a shitload of money. More money than any sportsman has ever earned. So what else, other than money... Can you offer me to convince me to join your club? Well, uh, I live in Paris, yeah? That's uh, the city of love, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it's, uh, it's covered in dog shit. Or as I like to call it, Man City. Uh, <coughs> well, if you promise to join my club tonight, I promise to make sure every dog within 10 mile radius is shot. How do you like that? I'll tell you what, that sounds like a very good deal to me. I was, I, I was, it was very hard offer to top that, wasn't it? Yes, I like your bit of doggy style. <laughs> oh, sorry, and the same question to number two, please. What can I say, Lionel? You've got it all. The house, the cars, the big sports deal, and that really nice satin suit collection. <laughs> Love that, by the way. But there's something that all of these jokers can't do, Leo, and that's get you in the right position every time. <laughs> Forget these time wasters, Leo. Tonight be mine and forevermore you could be my number nine. That's not a false nine either. That's not a false nine. Okay, and the last question to contestant number one, please. Well, Messi, if you decide to come I will promise you an eternal contract, for I have skilled craftsmen working away right now, making a terracotta army of Messi's so that when you go into the next life, there will be number nines or tens or eights or whatever number you are these days for eternity. I tell you what, I'll be sleeping soundly after that answer, I tell you. Well, I tell you what, you could not ask for three better contestants in the whole world of football. Why don't you all give him a massive round of applause? Well, that's going to be a very tricky decision, so let's hear from our Graham Taylor to help you decide. So, Leo, will it be contestant number one? This burly Scottish boozer has got a tattoo of Paul Gascoigne next to his testicles. Something you might have to eat if the rumours of Chinese street food are true. Or there's number two. Speaking of number twos, he's offered to eradicate all pavement fouling by offering to shoot all the dogs in Paris for you. But will you be shooting at the goal for PSG next season? And then there's contestant number three. He was supposed to get his answers to me earlier this afternoon so I could pre-record them for this, but he never got round to it, the lazy shit. It's not like I don't have enough to do today. If it were up to me, I'd tell him to do one. But hey, the choice is yours. So, we're right at the, at the business end of the, the show. Leo, why don't you tell us who you're going to go for, who you're going to pick, which club you're going to join next season. Take it away. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, Tony, I've always been a sucker for blondes. It's number one. Well, you've heard it here first, folks. Leo Messi's going to join Colin Hendry at Shanghai. Zimmerman www.footballbynumbers.com Right, so we're back for the very, very, very last time. Yeah. Uh, it's Football by Numbers, and um, we've been debating uh, the number eight yeah. uh, for the last ever episode. Mm -hmm. um, and what we thought we'd do is just kind of culminate, um, so you kind of decide on who should take the number eight berth, and then share the all-time wrong 11. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's just go quickly through those uh, number eights that we had. So we had Emil Heskey, we had McManaman, uh, Andy Myers, of course, who can <laughs> who can forget him. Um, Burkamp. Yeah, Glenn Johnson. I mean, I mean, who, who who's it out of? I, mean, so, I think Burkamp, there's a great shout for him. But go on, sorry. 
I would go, so I would get on paper, it mm. should be somebody like Glenn Johnson because he's right yeah. back and it's so out of like position. Like it just looks like, you know, how you've always talked about it just feels wrong. He should yes. not be anywhere near that number. Yeah, I think he's a great contender. Um, and then Burkamp, you just kind of go, he was always a number 10. Like you should never have won anything other than number 10. Yeah. The, all the majestic goals that he scored throughout his career. I've always been a number 10 apart from that one time when he wore number eight. Yeah. Woke up. Um, so you're saying it's between Johnson and oh, there's but a but. There's I kind of think there's, there's the, a big you fat know, but coming. In. I think if we want to get any type of traction in social media, we should probably choose David Beckham and put him, put him as number eight. Uh, <laughs> I mean that. I mean, you're doing it for all, the most the impure <laughs> reasons, and do you know those reasons don't work anyway, mate? <laughs> what do you mean traction on social media? That doesn't exist for us. We've got nothing. It's very Honestly, true. I've tried. I know you've tried. Tried a little bit. I've tried a lot. There's nothing there. There's nothing there for us. It's like, mate, she doesn't fancy you, all right? Just fucking leave her alone. She just, <laughs> you were her best friend. Now she hates you. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I hear you with Beckham, but was that even like he didn't wear it for a season? It no, was, he was wore it just in a game? In a game? Yeah, in a game. You know, we got subbed off. I, th- I think it's between Johnson and uh, and and uh, and Burnham, and here's okay. the two reasons why. I think. Johnson is a right back and he's way above his station row number eight. But I think for Burkamp, it's just there's iconic moments in football. There's there there are there are moments in your life that you will remember for the rest for the rest of your life, and you're like, wow. I mean, and that is Burkamp's moment, isn't it? That is him. You know, that's what will, anyone will ever talk about for the rest of the time. It's that moment, and he was wearing the wrong number doing it. It's. Glenn Johnson did uh, attempt to steal a toilet seat from being cute. <laughs> there is always that, and I'm ah, that's actually nearly really swayed it for me. <laughs> I mean, Number I'm literally shoehorning toilet humour into, into into the decision. Number eights won't do that. Number eights head boys, remember? No. T- n- no, I think number eight would be like holding holding Glenn Johnson's head down the toilet in between in in the toilet bowl. Yeah, head boy. Yeah. Um, okay. okay you what did, do you think? You d- what do you think? I would go Glenn Johnson. But You're going to you, go Glenn you, Johnson. You decide. You take this. I feel one, like so. I I feel like I decide every time. No, I've decided the last few. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think for those reasons, I think I think you've got to put Burkamp in there. It's go on just, then. I think also when when they see the team, it will it'll, people will be like, some eyebrows will be raised because they'll be like, oh shit, of course, yeah, yeah, that's true. Most people, yeah, yeah, most people would probably um, clock Glenn Johnson at right back, row number eight, right Stoke, wouldn't they? When he gets a game, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, it is wrong and it's 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 not allowed. But okay, so um, before we go for the very last time, let's look at that all-time wrongens eleven in goal number one. Edgar Davids. Or Edgar fucking Davids. <laughs> um, at right back, we've got Aruna Kone. Left back, we've got Asimo Gian. Wearing number three, yeah, of course. Um, Centre back, Zidane. Number Zizi. five. Yeah. And then next to him, number six, Yuri Djukiev. I mean, that's actually... I don't think I'd fancy my chances against that. Because uh, Zidane is as strong as an ox. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. And and he's the number five, isn't he? Yeah. So he's the brute, and then like, uh, and then like they've got the brains next to him. That's Djokovic. He'll, you know, get, the, he'll get the ball off, yeah, uh, Zinedine, and then you will not see it. Like you're <laughs> daft. Maybe he'll stick his ass out. God, that is an amazing back four, actually. Runa Kone bombing on. Yeah. Asimogian bombing on. Yeah. <laughs> this is quite good. It's quite a good team. <laughs> um, okay. And also, they you know, they both speak French, Jorkef and Sedan. So you'd yeah. be like, you know, they'd have good communication. Like, you know. 
Um, who's in the midfield, Brian? Well, this is where it starts to fall apart. Because on your right, you've got, <laughs> you've got the laziest player in the world, uh, Winston Bogard. Yeah. Bomb on, Winston. No, no, no. No, I'll bong on. <laughs> yes, from this, from uh, Roger when I'm uh, counting my 40,000 grand. And then, uh, yeah, who's on the left? Uh, we've got uh, Mahalovic. Uh, yeah, I spelled that wrong. I think yeah, you did. You threw me there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mahalovic on the left. So um, you play centre back at um, uh, Lazio. Yeah, uh, we've got him as left wing number eleven. Yeah, and then midfielders, we've got uh, number four, Nwanku Kanu, yeah. centre mid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old gangle legs. <laughs> um, uh, the other, the other uh, centre midfielder, number eight position is our winner, Dennis Burkamp. Dennis Burkamp. I mean, week. that is paper fucking thin, isn't it? That midfield, like you're gonna fucking breeze straight through that. I mean, yeah. Zidane and Jorkev can be, you know, can be strong as they want, but. Mihailovic is going to have to sweep for the whole like, <laughs> like or maybe just stand on the edge with just the machine gun just shooting everybody <laughs> he probably would do that if you if you know if you said like you know the, the victory depends on it also David's in goal I'd fancy my chances lobbing him from like you know from, from a way out and then up front why don't you tell us okay. you got the, in the number 10 role hanging you know hanging behind the striker oh god it's horrendous isn't it yeah there? William Gallas yeah uh, just uh, yeah, just being uh, attempted to thread balls through to old uh, <laughs> old horse face Dazza Anderton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not going to do much, is he? Yeah, can you imagine if you you were Zinedine Zidane or Yuri Jorkaev and you the long ball was on? <laughs> yeah, you just so thought, it's, so you're playing Argentina. Nah. It's the last minute of the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's you're playing Argentina. It's the last minute of the game, and you launch it forward, and then fucking Darren Anderton's on the end of it. Lollops pulls up with cramp, like yeah. you know, as he as he enters the eighteen yard box. Yeah, I just think you 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 if you were part of that back four, you'd just be incredible. You just wouldn't play the ball forward. <laughs> no, no, you'd no. Just knock it around at the kick back. Kick it out. That's what <laughs> it is. That's what it is. It, when, in, when in doubt, kick it yeah, out. Like Lee Robinson. I tell you what, we're in doubt now. Let's kick this out. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's end it. Let's finish. Let's end it. Brian, so, any last pleasure. thoughts? It's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's been exhausting. Yeah, um, but uh, I think we've done and given something to the football community, which is an all-time wrong eleven. Um, you know, and a really, really original idea. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'll miss it when you're gone, guys, because there are <laughs> no podcasts out there like this. This is one in a million. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you all for your really positive messages, feedback, emails, abuse. Email. Uh, do I mean do do get in touch? Not emails. Feel, email. Yeah, do get in <laughs> touch if you, if you uh, if you fancy getting. Good Thanks, up. Tim. If you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Arrivederci. Ciao. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.